Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome back to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, Andy Goldstein, and a happy new year to you. When do we stop saying that? I'm bored of it already. Oh, happy new year. It doesn't mean anything. Just get on with life. You're so miserable, Goldstein. No, I'm just bored of people saying happy new year. Anyway, happy new year to you. Get on with it. Okay. Uh, We've got a great podcast coming up and it begins, of course, obviously, with the best show on TalkSport, Andy Goldstein, Sports Bar, Monday, Thursday, 10 p.m. Uh, here are callers on the back of Liverpool's game against Sheffield United. And then, of course, we had callers looking back at Wayne Rooney's derby debut. Not easy for me to say. Here, I'll prove it. Wayne Rooney's derby debut. Oh, no. It was okay. That was live on TalkSport 2, don't you know? Who? Never heard. Yep, TalkSport 2. We are related to them in some way. Anyway, here are the calls from that said night of football. Salah in the D, kills it with one touch. Mane is there, saved by Henderson, but Mane will tuck in the rebound. It's 2-0 Liverpool, and Sadio Mane and Salah are combining again. Yeah, not too bad. I'm just driving home from the match there, just listening to what, obviously what you were saying. Yeah, definitely, you know, if you're saying there, either go invincible or win the league and win the FA Cup, but not be invincible in the league. You'd rather do the double, wouldn't you, and win the FA Cup? Yes, I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you, Daniel, yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Obviously, that's a trophy. Being invincible is just a, a bauble, isn't it? You know what I mean? Arsenal How dare invincible, you? But he drew 12 matches, didn't he? How very dare you. Yeah. Like, no other team in top-flight history yeah, has done nah, it. Listen, Perry, it was amazing achievements. But an actual trophy in the cabinet is better than... Oh, we got a trophy for you that. You know, just the title, isn't it? Uh, we got a trophy yeah. for Invincibles. Don't buy it, Daniel. We have. Is, I know you have. Wait, hold, on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean you got a trophy for the Invincibles? Gold-plated. Replica of the Premier League trophy, gold plated. We got a trophy for Invincibles. Oh, really? Oh, yes. It's only ever... Preston were the only other team that did it in 1888. I think okay, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, so uh, it's Daniel, a trophy. Daniel, is the league over? Are you celebrating? No, come on, Andy. Be serious. I know what you lot try and do. You try and build us up to knock us down no. when we lose a few games no, and then it... say we blew it, we bottled it. Daniel. There's a you're... long way to go. No, there isn't. You're 13 points clear with no. one game in hand. It's, it's over, Dan. It Andy, pains Andy, me to say. Second it. half last week. Sorry, Anne. Second half of last season, Man City, they won 18 out of 19 games. The, 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 the only team probably in the world who can put a run like that yeah, together. Daniel, There's a long, long way to go. You're not losing four. No, you're not. You're not, you're you're not losing you're four. You're not losing one. And by the way, Man City, they ain't going to go unbeaten from now until the end of the season. No. They can, you can, they can well, easily lose listen, another listen, game. Listen, we all, we all hoped that would be the case last season. We thought, oh, they won't win the last 14 games. And they did. 
We've had our hearts broke that many times. Believe me, not all Liverpool fans are thinking this is all over. We know it's, we've got a, lot, a big job on our hands. So you don't think you've won it yet, then? No, of course we haven't See, won it. We've you. won it when it's mathematically impossible. But all about Wayne Rooney on his Derby debut has got through 94 minutes and Derby County have edged this battle by two goals to one. Football is a, it's a great game and um, when you're involved in goals, um, it's nice and... Um, it's something we actually worked on, so when you work on something, it's nice when it pays off. Take one more. I want to hear from Neil Derby fan. He was at the game tonight. Wayne Rooney's debut for Derby. Hello, Neil. How are we doing, gents? How are we doing? Hello, Neil. Good, Neil. How is Wayne Rooney doing? Tell me about the game. Tell me how he played. Well, to be honest, mate, I think the game went, you know, cracking compared to um, what it was like the other night against Charlton. Mm. And having been Rooney in tonight in that midfield slot, fantastic. He put the ball about, mate, past threaded it through to the centre, centre forwards, mate. It was fantastic. So he did play a little bit deeper because a lot of people were saying that they thought you might play in a 10 role. So he, no, did, mate. He played, he played midfield. Centre midfield, midfield of the four. Yeah. And um, his distribution, mate, was fantastic, mate. He had plenty of time on the ball. Don't get me wrong. He played the full 90 minutes. But by God, mate, his experience, brilliant. Fantastic. Who's, um, Neil, whose place did he take then in the Derby lineup? Well, I think he um, just replaced Balak from the other night because he got the straight red oh, the other okay, night on, okay. on Monday. Yeah. So he just replaced him. Basically, he kept the team the same cocky and just put Rooney in there, which it was a great balance in midfield. And, and did, did all the other players raise their game because the fact Wayne Rooney's their teammate? I think they did, to be honest. But the, um, the team effort the other night was 100% because we only had the 10 men. But tonight, the atmosphere in the stadium was electric. You know, he just brings, you know, mm. experience. Everything, he, you know, he's done is just fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, he can still cut the mustard. Over now to Alan Brazil's breakfast show, although there was no big Al in the hot seat. It was Laura Woods and Ali McCoy. It's not on the same seat. That would be silly. Uh, they were talking to Lee Dixon, or Dicko, as some people refer to him as. I don't want to go overboard about his progress with, you know, three games in. Um, but there was def- there's definitely signs. And the, the cr- I've never, well, the Emirates has never yeah. been like that for, it was incredible, for, wasn't for it? many a year. I mean, you were there, you you heard it all. And uh, it was, it almost sent, you know, goosebumps Same, yeah. down my spine. I was doing the commentary and it had to be obviously impartial. <laughs> but I did give a little fist pump underneath the table when, <laughs> when the uh, the goal went in, the second goal, because they did deserve it, there's no doubt. Against, can I me. just say, against uh, probably one of the worst United performances I've seen for a very long time. So mm, let's not get races. carried away about who we were playing. They were terrible last night. <laughs> um, I'm glad that you brought the crowd up because I think that you, you've got to give credit to the Arsenal fans. Um, whether or not you think that, that it's warranted, they've been through they've been through it really in recent years mm. with Arsenal and their performances and, and the players on the pitch and all sorts that's been going on. Um, yeah. They were just exceptional last night. It just felt like... Mikel Arteta said before the game, we have to make this place a place where people fear, where people don't want to come. And yeah. it was almost like they heard what he was saying and, and it's a reflection, isn't it? The, the crowd reflect the players and the players reflect the crowd and I just thought that they were so in sync last night. It was it was really lovely. It was lovely to be there and, and great to be a part of. So um, Yeah, yeah. It, it was. And and, um, and the thing is, that things like Ali will tell you, the thing, that, that game last night, that, that will carry you on 
product halfway through your next game. Yeah. Your next home game, they'll, the crowd will give them the first half. If they don't play too well, they'll go, it's OK, because we know that they've got that performance in them. So they've seen something. So you, you almost, as a player, you kind of you, you buy some time just by putting in a performance like that. And then once you realise... You know, as a team, that that happens on a on a weekly basis. You go, you, you you're like, well, that's that's the norm now. And then the norm becomes, then all of a sudden, you get two or three games grace from the crowd if you're not playing particularly well, and and because they go, no, it's okay, because we know they're bought into the project. And that's 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 the biggest thing as a player going out on the pitch and being able to play without the pressure. I mean, Xhaka was last off the pitch last night. Yeah. You know whether you think that's right or wrong or whatever. I've got my own comments on that. But he did. You know, it's not. It's not. He didn't ask for the captaincy. It's not his fault that um, he, he is the player he is. You might say he's not good enough to be at the Arsenal central holding midfield player. But last night he played really well. He held his position and he quite rightly took the plaudits from the crowd yeah. and, and I'm sure his behaviour the last time when he came off and he was getting booed, he'll, he'll regret that and now he's, whether that was a wave because he's, he's going to hurt her, I don't know but it, 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 the crowd stood up and applauded a performance that, that deserved some applause And from Dicko we can go to Ben, Darren Bent alongside that ginger fella with the loud shirts, should be a dark player, shouldn't he? Well, maybe he shouldn't. Anyway this is Durham Bent on Drive It's worth a bit deeper analysis on Mesut Ozil. What I will say is this, right? I think he's played well for three games, Darren. I agree. But he hasn't been a regular in the team this season. I think he played about three games up until like the end of November or something ridiculous like that. So it is, it's actually going to take time. It's like a new player coming into the team, mm. effectively. It's going to take time for him to work out what's going on, who's to his right, who's to his left, who's in front of him. That telepathic understanding will come with time. And maybe by the end of this season, Arsenal might be thinking, right, OK, we've got that sorted. Let's get a couple more defenders. And the, the team is there to challenge next season. So I think to judge him harshly after three games, Mesut Ozil, it, it, that, that's not right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I don't think he should be based on tackling either because he's never been that. And throughout his whole career, he's never one who's going to do the dirty stuff, put the tackles in, put his head where it hurts. He's never been that type of player. What, what his quality is and his skill set is, is getting on the ball. And I think he has done enough in the three games to... to obviously been setting up chances for Lacazette and Aubameyang I mean I thought he was brilliant again yesterday against United and I think he is that player and yeah you talk about building a team around him but obviously he's getting on in age as well so eventually they're going to have to start looking a little bit younger but for me I think the signs have been good for him it looks like he's getting back to his best as I said they found a system for him because as we spoke about earlier Mesut Ozil's quality are not tracking runners putting tackles in his, his ability is in the final third picking the right pass at the right time and as I said if you ask Lacazette and Aubameyang obviously me being a, a, a centre forward before I would love to play Mesut Ozil because I know full well when the ball comes to me it's coming in with the right the right quality the right pace and also as well, I know he's going to make the right decision at the right time whereas a lot of guys will get into the final third they might shoot when they should cross it or they'll over hit a pass with Mesut Ozil you never rarely see him over hit a pass or pick the wrong option as I said you can, you can aim what you like at him about defensively about his responsibilities but going forward there's not too much you can say that's wrong with his game he's uh, he's been wandering or it might look like he's wandering around but what he's doing is wandering into positions between the lines exactly. almost permanently in there waiting for the ball on the half turn mm. and it's, it's benefiting you know what? Arsenal so, sometimes right as well it's because when someone like Mesut Ozil is always thinking two passes ahead mm. so he at times you've got to look at who's behind him because if he's taking up these intelligent positions as you just, there, you just said there in between the lines between uh, the defence and midfield 
there's got to be players that can give him the ball in that area. There's no point him doing that. Like, for instance, I know you love Michael Carrick. He yep. was one of the best at that, where he'd get the ball, he'd, Rooney would pull off into a little area, and bang, the pass would be there. And the quicker that comes in, the better it is for Mesut Ozil. He's been playing with players that are going sidewards and backwards, so he's, he's, it looks like he's not doing anything. Time now to check in for the first time in the new year with Jim White and Natalie Sawyer, who, I can tell you now a little secret, are getting married. No, of course not. It's just me talking absolute gibberish. Anyway, this was Glenn Johnson on the show defending his criticism of Sado Berahino, a player, of course, whose first name you say as quickly as possible because no one really knows how to pronounce it. So have a listen. This is Glenn Johnson talking Sado Berahino. What I said to him off mic as well, Glenn, was, let me tell you, Sado, Glenn had no, no thought of getting into a topic of conversation about you. It just happened and you decided to speak your mind. And that is exactly what happened that day on Talk Sport. Yeah, and and to say that I was disrespectful, the way he was with his teammates was disrespectful. Not what I did. I got asked a question and I answered it honestly. He was disrespectful to the club, me, the team. So, and I won't go after one person. I was going after the player that Mm. I was asked a question about and, and obviously I delivered the answer. So it's not... There was other people that, that are bad as well, don't get me wrong, but he was the worst, which is why which is why I said what I said. Do you know what, Glenn? Out of that, better he know now has got himself together because this has had a positive effect on him and he's now making the headlines in Belgium for all the right reasons. Mm. As I said, he scored from a very tight angle against Charleroi. They won 2-0. They're now in the semi-final of a two-legged semi-final in the Belgian Cup mm. against Bruges. So it goes some to get past them. But he's now doing everything right. And my impression is, and the coach out there, Frankie Jury, said, it's given him the kick that he needed. Mm. Well, great. Because um, like I said, I never, I never meant it to disrupt his career or anything. If he could take something good out of it, then, then happy day. So, and, and, and the reason it was more frustrating as well, like I say, because you get some players that have got no ability and don't care. Whereas Berahino didn't care, but he had some ability. And the fact that he was just sort of wasting it, it was more frustrating. Mm. So, yeah. so, yeah, so the fact he's there scoring goals is obviously great for him. Good luck to him. Time now for you football fans to fast forward the next three or four minutes as we talk cricket. Here's the England captain, Joe Root, with our very own Guy Swindles. I mean, we don't own him, although the amount we pay, we practically do. Anyway, they're looking ahead to the second test between England and the South Africans. And don't forget the whole series, not some of it, the whole series, ball by ball by ball and bat by bat and field by field, is live and exclusive on Talk Sport 2, which is a bit like Talk Sport, but just with a two at the end of it. But other than that, they are identical in every way. We've spoken about Jack Leach before, perhaps just a word on Dom Bess. How has he shaped up since he arrived? Yeah, Dom's uh, he obviously come off the back of a, a very uh, promising trip to India. I think he worked really well with uh, Rangana Hadrath and um, you know got some invaluable lessons from him gone away worked very hard at certain things and has come here and really impressed and uh, sometimes um, having a bit of time away coming back into the environment you can really see improvement and you can see how much hunger and desire he's got to to get better and improve um, and how much he wants to play for England which is a great sign uh, as a park he, he keeps working extremely hard at his game as well um, and that's you know you can't ask for more than that that attitude and that effort. So um, it's it's a nice place to be in many respects. It's it's very disappointing and, and very hard for Jack to take. You know it's been a really rough month for him, um, and he's unfortunately not going to be uh, available for this this Test match. Um, 
but it's the hand that we've been dealt and we've got to deal with it best we can and um, yeah it's uh, making sure that when we get our opportunity or those guys individuals get their, their chances they, they take them and you know we, we we make sure we get 20 wickets it was interesting just in the press conference you were talking about the meeting you all had the chat you all had I've afterwards got a feeling that this is going to get blown massively out of <laughs> I don't think no no really it was just what you said that there wasn't shouting there wasn't screaming it was just very cons- considered what 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 sort of things were discussed and and, and where do you, where do you go with that we just talk about the game quite honestly and you know I get people's opinions views how we can get better you know I think good honest conversations are really a healthy thing in in international sport we've got some very experienced players some very knowledgeable players as well young players um, and I think it's important to share that uh, and to have clarity as well about how we want to go about things where we want to get things right next time round um, and you know feel that we came away from that with with all of that in, in check so um, feel like we're a better side for it and um, you know that's that's a really good place to be and after speaking to the media there was news of an injury to Rory Burns or Burnsy as no one probably calls him his guy swindles again told you we paid him a lot on the sports bar with me and Jerry Groves they managed to lose Rory Burns um, who injures himself playing football and is now out of the rest of the series, let alone the match. Um, and so England don't have an opener. Uh, and on top of that, Joffre Archer's mm. elbow is a mess. And uh, it looks as if he won't be able to play. So, yeah, things just lurch on this tour from worse to worse, really. <laughs> uh, there's no better bit, sadly. Guy, what is the obsession with England cricketers warming up playing football? Because I've actually said they think they can play football and they can't. I've watched them warm up playing football. They have no coordination. And they're not used to contact sport. I just, I honestly don't get it. Why take that chance? Well, it's the second England player to have been injured in a in a, a football warm-up. Uh, Johnny Bairstow did a couple of years ago. I'll, I'll just take slight exceptions to they can't play. Um, I don't know if you saw, uh, we, we tweeted it on, on the Talk Sport Cricket site. There's a Joss Butler, a volley from about 20 yards, screamed into the top corner that is right up there. But I do get your point. It, it's been used as a stretching warm-up exercise and they do try and avoid all physical contact. And on this occasion, Burns had just scored. He did have Joe Root near him, um, but he, it was literally one of those crazy accidents where he just turned sharply, went over on his ankle. Not No one was near him particularly, um, and he's just done the ligaments. Uh, <laughs> It, it's, yes, you can vaguely blame the football, but it was this was more sort of random. It could have kind of happened anywhere. I'm Darren Goff, and this is TalkSport Daily. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now, it was a strange old show on Hawksby and Jacobs today because Paul Hawksby decided to bring in a competition winner in Andy Jacobs' place. Andy was, of course, off, and uh, in his place was uh, a chancer with very little hair that's going grey. Anyway, this is Paul Hawksby and Max Headroom or something on Hawksby and Jacobs. And a reminder, the show runs weekdays from 1pm, but hopefully with uh, Paul and Andy, not the chancer. Uh, Jimmy's been in touch today. I've been uh, both a stretcher bearer and also a pool bearer. No training was given for either, and both were completely different. Speed was very much more important in one than the other. Yeah. And luckily, no one was dropped. Uh, Elvis in Walsall says uh, in the 90s at Wolves. I wonder where he'd gone. <laughs> there he's gone. He's place like, to settle, wasn't yeah, he? He's just, uh, he's just by the well, bus. Well, no one's going to be just looking. No going to be looking for him there, are they? <laughs> he says in the 90s at Wolves, we had a stretcher man who looked like Freddie Boswell from Bread. I yeah. presume it's from Bread, right? Yeah. He so. would run onto the pitch to the chance of one Freddie Boswell. Uh, eventually, he'd run on waving. And as months passed, as soon as there was an, a foul, he'd be up hoping the player was injured. <laughs> <laughs> milking his part, he isn't it? he? Yeah. Um, I think this is supposed to say my buddy Tovey, but it says my buddy Tovey. That's a Welsh, it's sort of Welsh. Oh, is it? Welsh oh, I see. Has it come from yeah. Wales? This? He hasn't put his name so, on it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a big man, injured neck in local rugby match, canvas stretcher too flimsy, carried off on changing room door. <laughs> I like the idea they maybe had to unscrew the changing <laughs> room door. Take the together. door off, lad. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank <clears> you very much. And Mark that. in Bedwood says, I helped to stretch off a cricketer whose knee collapsed when he was playing a pull shot. As we carried him off, he asked whether he'd hit a four, but was told, no, mate, you fell on your stumps and you're out. Oh, the indignity. Oh, surely yeah. you notice. I mean, how how, and how injured do you do your knee if you don't notice falling on the stumps? Yeah. There is a kind of uh, a radio uh, quiz show, isn't there, that we could maybe use? Um, stretcher bearer or pool bearer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, are they injured or are they dead? <laughs> we give you names of footballers. Let's play, stretcher bearer. Keith hey, from Hull joins hey, us. Keith, I'll, this I'll, is for the fridge freezer. <laughs> I'll save that for Sunday. <laughs> Sounds good, that one. Let's play, stretcher bearer or pool. Is that too soon? Yeah, well, that sort of thing. It wouldn't be a good idea, would it, really? Um, so keep them coming. I mean, your tales of... Uh, uh, I didn't think that would fly. It's gone really well. Well, being born one. on a stretcher, or not... He was born on a stretcher. Not that, you know what I mean. Have you been a stretcher bearer, or have you been on the stretcher? Uh, having been a uni student in Wickham five years ago, says uh, James, and lived a few minutes, walk from there, I can vouch that the White Horse is quite the institution. <laughs> Pound in the pot kind of place. Right. Not somewhere you ever want to be, let alone at lunchtime. Um, Rumours... Uh, it sounds like a great music pub, though. Um, Rumours early U2 played there, wow. too. 
So it's quite uh, the contrast. Isn't it sounds. It? I mean, that sounds a, a tremendous va- venue. I mean, we'll have to speak as we find. Really, you know, we'll take. So Alan we'll will do a live a week from yeah, there, won't he? Must do a show <laughs> from there. Do you see? They've sent some wine up into space to see what happens to red wine in the in the Mir space station or something. I haven't seen. Let's that. see what it does does to it. So Alan's going to be up there. Going to be <laughs> live yeah. from space. I tell you what, if Alan is live from the Mir space station, he better turn up because it's hard for Laura or me to get there in fifteen that minutes. Man, what get the call that. at five fifteen. Don't forget me and. Ali live from the International <laughs> Space Station at six, about quarter to five. I can't Hello, come in. My back, my throat, my back. But it's the space station, Al. Get Max, get Laura. Imagine that. They can't, they, they won't make it. I'll make it for the last ten minutes. going to happen. We Def- are in orbit. Definitely going to. I'm here, but I can't do the show. <laughs> Wait, wait, yeah. Somebody, you hear some bloke shouting, where's that red wine gone? Can we get, can we get an I, can you get an ISDN for Ian Danter? Yeah. Can, can it reach space? <laughs> I know we promised you a show entirely from the International Space Station, but it's me, Ian Danter. <laughs> Live in my living room. Live in my living room. Yeah, anyway, it's going to happen. Back now to The Breakfast Show with Laura Woods and Ali McCoy talking to the new Grimsby town manager, that still doesn't sound right, Ian Holloway. You're back in football. I mean, the, the burning question of the morning is, did the interview really happen in a chippy in Grimsby? Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. it was it really happened. four hours? Yeah, well, no, we, we, we went somewhere else after that. Everything would have been cold by then, wouldn't it, Laura? Come on. <laughs> what did you order? Oh, we had the, the full Monty with mushy peas. Oh, of course, of course. But Owen Holland, that's what I was going to say to you. I mean, it was a big decision for yourself, but clearly... Clearly, you'd have to get the backing of the family as well, mate. Yeah, Mrs. H. Kim, she's just magnificent. You know, we she got her metal detecting now, so that was part of the package. They said, is there anywhere she can go metal detecting? You think I'm joking? I'm not at all. And finally, on the first TalkSport Daily podcast of the new year, we can head back to the best bits of the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm with me and Jerry Groves. Just sit back in your chair, maybe kick off those shoes, take your socks off, give your feet a little stretch like Bruce Willis did in Die Hard. You know, he walks into the Nakatomi building and his wife goes, I better go out and speak to everyone. He's like, okay, you go out there. And that sounds like Schwarzenegger. And he's just there in his vest and he like looks down at his foot and he sort of makes balls with his feet and he goes, mother. Anyway, a bit like that. And enjoy the best bits of the sports bar. The way this team plays is is incomparable to all the other teams in the 80s. If you put the stats together, they are as good as that team in the 80s, the 1986 team, when Aldridge played and everybody else. Obviously, they still have to win the Premier League. And the reason why Liverpool fans are nervous is because we have short memories and things can go wrong. We've, look, we've got another injury again we've played to tonight, unfortunately, which is a real blow. But... but if we continue to play, we're playing at the moment. We've got a tough lot of matches to come up. If we get past that, mm. then we might start saying. I just, just, copy, I just want to point out that John Aldridge didn't play for Liverpool in 1986. Well, apart from that. <laughs> you know, stick with your Man United, yeah? He was about 88, 89, wasn't he? 87. Was he, yeah. I just thought, you know. It doesn't make any difference. Okay. The fact of the matter is they had a great team in, in 86 with John Barnes and everybody else, so... But this you team sure? is a comparable... Do you want me to Google yeah. him? Want to check that one? I know Dalglish was definitely playing. Yeah. Yeah, Dalglish was playing as well. So you've won the title then, Klopper, yep? No, I don't think... I think if we get through the next few uh, matches against Tottenham, Man United, Wolves, 
Uh, I think we've got... Um, Hold on, sorry, sorry. John Barnes didn't join till 87 either, genuinely. Tell you what, no, Clopper, I love you're you, over I love you, Andy Goldstein. I no, really I swear do. to you, I swear to you. <laughs> 87 he joined from Watford. He's all over it. <laughs> Thanks as always for listening to the show. Remember to click subscribe or press it. What's the old click? Does anyone click stuff? What's this fascination with clicking it? Just press, just press subscribe on your screen. Don't click anything. Uh, you can subscribe via Acast, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And don't forget that this Saturday is FA Cup Game Day. It's a special here on Talksport. Let me tell you what's coming up. Yeah, sit back again. But you again, you know, imagine you're in that Nakatomi building. Just early enough that Argyle's in the back of his limousine, he's got that teddy bear next to him and he's chilling out, talking to one of many women on the phone that they led you to believe he was in a relationship with. Didn't really understand that part of the film. Anyway, here we go at 12.31. Oh, you've got that time wrong. No, I haven't. 12.31. Rochdale against Newcastle is live on TalkSport. Mark Saggers. Who says I'm doing that? I did, Saggers. You're doing that. Alongside Sam Matterface and Trevor Sinclair. Then, of course, it all continues at one minute past three with game day live FA Cup special. Adrian Durham presents from Vicarage Road. All the goals as they go in in the FA Cup third round. Alvin Martin is at Fulham against Aston Villa. And Matt Holland is at Southampton against Huddersfield. And then the big one. Not if you're a Man United fan, this could be horrific. At 31 minutes past five, it's Manchester United at Molyneux away to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Laura Woods. She's on everything nowadays. Yep, well, she's doing this as well. Anyway, thanks for listening. Lots of football coming up right here on the TalkSport Network, so stay with us. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.